0: This week on the Time Bat Show. I hope aliens come this year. It'd be like it would f- it would make twenty twenty good for me, I feel like. Yeah. Even if they're bad. I think we've talked about this. <laughs> everyone and welcome to the time bat show episode number 170 i don't even remember at this point i'm one of your hosts time aces
1: i'm your other host bat snacks
0: and we've got a great show it's been a couple weeks since we've did a
1: show yeah as usual these days as usual
0: but we haven't gone a whole month we've only i think we've gone two weeks yeah which i think this is a good cadence every two weeks
1: yeah it feels i'm feeling it when it was thursday last week I didn't realize it was Thursday until it was like <laughs> <laughs> it was like maybe. 9 p.m. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's... We oh. just both
0: got... Uh, we got used to skipping a week, I think. So we were both yeah. just like, oh, whatever. But I think every two weeks is good. It's like we're still keeping it on a pace, like a regular pace, but we're not... Ex- like, the problem with doing it every week is we're running out of stuff to talk about if we do it that often. You yeah. know? So two weeks, like, maybe enough stuff happens... To, To you know, warrant a new episode. But
1: you have come prepared this week with a bunch of stuff. I made a list of stuff we've already talked about in the last two weeks. <laughs> and then we're we to
0: just talk about it again. Uh, I did want to bring up really fast that... If you hear a loud noise on this recording, it's because you are getting a lot of rain right now, right?
1: Yeah, it is pouring rain and thundering really loud. Oh, hold so on. Let's there'll be, be some of that. Let's yeah. Just be
0: really quiet for a second, see if we can hear it. I can, I can definitely hear it on my end.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll try to do
0: a noise reduction. filter no, like, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Keep it. I like <laughs> okay. the ambiance. Cool. Of it. I'm just. Me too. I was just, I was just saying. yeah, Yeah, yeah i just wanted to see if i could hear it uh what is your volume at for me for my voice I have
1: your volume at 36 is that high out of 100 yeah out of 100 and i'm using headphones can we talk about volume for a really quick
0: second yeah we can do you when you're on your computer and i don't do this anywhere else but when i'm on my computer on headphones because the volume goes up to 100 right it does i always try to keep it below like 40 like i feel really weird about breaching like
1: that 30 or 40 number do you do the same thing or no uh i do the only exception is if i'm listening to music and i'm having like a i'm having like a really powerful (laughs) moment. moment you're having a moment yeah, if I'm super into the music, I need to like turn it up to like 88 as or, far as it can go, as yeah. far
0: as you can take it. Yeah, no, I know, no, I do the same thing. But like if I'm doing regular day-to-day, like it feels weird for me to turn it up to that high. And here's the other point I was going to make with this. I don't know if you do this, but I definitely do. I keep my volume around like 20 something normally. Like right now I'm on 18 and I can hear pretty well. And I keep it that low generally, because I'm saving it for like when I really <laughs> want it
1: to be high. Does that make any sense? It makes sense to me, but I don't. I don't use that logic when like I don't plan my volume around. Like, I don't plan it either,
0: but I'm <laughs> it like. It sounds like
1: you plan it.
0: <laughs> I don't plan it. I'm like I'm like oh I don't want to turn it up because when I really want it to be loud, I want to be able to like I want to be able to like feel the cranking it up, you know, and if it's already like at 80 all the time, you
1: can't do that, you know. See what I'm saying? Okay. So, I I think this is kind of related. Have you ever been listening to loud music for too long and like suddenly 80 doesn't do what it did 30 minutes ago?
0: That's exactly what I'm saying though, because I don't want to be um, I don't want to be like, (laughs) this is weird. I don't want to be like get used to 80, you know? I want to yeah. I wanna save 80 for when I really want to get into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I feel that. But I do listen to music pretty loudly. But I won't go to 80 until it's like, ooh, I love this part of the song or something, you know? It's like, oh, I'm really feeling this, and I'm like, all the way
1: up, you know? Yeah. If you're listening to Dark Side of the Moon, mm-hmm. you need to save 80 for the last two tracks.
0: Right, you got Otherwise... Wait. You're going to win. You can't be like at 10. you got to be like 30, 40, maybe even 50 the whole yeah. time. And then, like, when that lady starts singing at the end, you know, Whoa.
1: That's, Whoa.
0: <laughs> that's when you just start cranking yeah. it all the way. And then you just keep going. Anyway, volume is fun. Uh, anyway, so how are, you? how are you today?
1: I'm having a pretty good day. Yeah. It's average. Yeah, yeah, it's raining a lot. It's raining. I like the rain. Did you guys then get any like tropical storm stuff cuz I know there was stuff over there? It missed us, so it, it was kind of just average thunderstorms. So have you thought about like weekend. what
0: was going to happen what's going to happen come September when the season really, you know, starts up and like we still have coronavirus going on all over the place? Like do you um, think that's going to cause some some issues?
1: For sure. It's supposed to be a really active hurricane season, too. Yikes. Yikes. So what usually happens during a hurricane season is the only difference between, like, hurricane season and normal season is it it usually starts right around when school is starting. So everybody needs to go to the store, not only for school supplies, but also to stock up on Gatorade and, Mm -hmm. you know, ramen and you know lion king vhs's whatever whatever you need it's an important part of the (laughs) the hurricane experience (laughs) to get through the hurricane and then um Mm. yeah you might go to home depot a lot Mm -hmm. the thing about planning for a hurricane is you you don't order hurricane supplies on the internet to be delivered to you (laughs) you have to go to a store to get them you have to interact with people Yeah, yeah that's true because I'm not gonna order for a hurricane a week in advance. I'm gonna go like twelve hours before the hurricane gets there. You're gonna go the like last possible opportunity. Yeah, I'm not planning.
0: No, yeah. You have to go like the the night before it it, it, hits. Yeah. Like that's the whole point of hurricane preparedness. But the problem with that is obviously then everyone is in the store, you know, coughing on each other and da 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 da
1: da. But I don't know. I don't think there's a solution to that. That's kind of just kind of shitty. Well, there is. There's planning ahead, and maybe you don't need like 60 beers. Maybe you just need like 48 for the <laughs> maybe hurricane. You still have to go to the store. Yeah, but you still need it yeah, to go to, to the, go the store. store. Yeah. True. Well, I
0: guess we'll see what happens when we get there, huh? Yeah. You're gonna. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, you guys are okay, but it's hard to say with hurricanes, huh? Yeah. Just So much shit anyway you've been you've been keeping good though generally
1: yeah pretty good yeah. there's not a lot to look forward to but there's i'm not like stressed out in everyday life about the virus anymore really yeah
0: i was i was talking to one of my coworkers today and um i think the word i use is i'm like i've accepted it at this point i'm like complacent with it but that doesn't mean I'm, like, doing great or doing bad. You know, like, I'm in the middle, you know? It's like, yeah. I'm not depressed about it, but I'm not, like, happy about it. I'm just like,
1: <laughs> You know, acceptance is a stage of grief. It's the, I, f- <laughs> it's the final stage. I know. And I that think before. that's where I'm at.
0: <laughs> you know, just like, okay, yeah. this is how it is now. Yeah.
1: Not it's good. the last stage before the imminent, yep. really bad thing happens. <laughs> usually, <Yes.
0: laughs> oh god! But I do think that's what's happened to me. Like, I'm not like sad about it, but I'm not like happy. I'm just like, mm, yeah, yeah, okay,
1: yeah. I don't know how you feel, but I feel I feel the same way. Yeah, I'm mostly unhappy that there's nothing to look forward to i can't go to a music show we this should year. specify
0: for our future archaeologists that are looking at this we're talking about the coronavirus pandemic of 2020
1: august 29 it, it, 2020. they called it
0: 19 in know, the name i don't it's, know why they did that but it's 2020 right yeah but uh yeah just that this is the aside all right go ahead you're a, you had a thought about a museum
1: Oh, yeah, I was going to say that we're not going to be able to go to a music show. And that's th- no. that's what I look forward to during the year. Yeah. Just, like, live music.
0: Yeah. Anything. Leaving the house. I don't think there's as many excuses to, like, do things either. Like, here's an interesting thought, right? Okay. Let's say it gets safe enough that you and your friends feel comfortable to have, like, a maybe small get-together, you know, like five, six people or whatever, you know. Right. What do you do? <laughs> you can't go to a, a movie. You can't go to a restaurant. You can't go to a museum. All the bars are closed. All the parks are closed. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Like, yeah. nothing is safe to go to. I don't want to bring people to my house because I've been there like, <laughs> Exactly. For like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> so, like, what do you do?
0: i don't know it's just interesting yeah it's a good question you go out and you oh okay this is what i would do but if i was if i was like
1: an urban explorer i would go to like abandoned buildings and stuff you should do that you really should <laughs> yeah you think so. you know you could you have a car and like uh-huh. a flashlight that's all you need <laughs> yeah But see, you need a
0: a partner to go to an abandoned building with, because I'm not going to go to an abandoned building in the middle of the night alone. That sounds like a recipe for death right there. Yeah. I just need to convince somebody I know near me to go be an abandoned abandoned building explorer with me.
1: You know, you could take pictures. You could do some graffiti. You could buy, like, a couple markers, the big markers beforehand. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Here's what I do. I buy a bunch of markers, graffiti stuff, post on Craigslist, say, hey, looking for an urban explorer partner. (laughs) Okay. Tonight, we're going down to the old railway station
1: or something. And you want to bring someone from Craigslist with you.
0: And you're like, bring a can of, bring a thermos of soup and
1: some flashlights. And uh, dress in all black, and <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> please don't murder me. <laughs> uh, yep.
0: Yeah, I think that would go well, don't you think? Uh,
1: I don't think you should.
0: I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm just trying to find stuff to do, you know, it's hard. There's not really anything to do right
1: now. Yeah. Are you playing a lot of video games? I've been playing more video games than video I usually game. do. Yeah. I've been replaying Diablo 2 cuz that's kind of a go-to for me. Yeah. It's a good one. I recently Classic. beat Bloodborne and I'm thinking about buying Sekiro. So how did you like Bloodborne
0: after you had you went up and down with it and you finally beat it. You beat the big the big guy at the end with the scythe, right? Yes. How'd you how
1: did you feel about it? I thought it was fun. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah. I could see myself maybe playing more games in that series, but I would want to, like, play at the some. T- I would want to play them at the same time as someone else that I knew was playing them, or if yeah. like we could do co-op or something. Yeah, I like told Switch you I would do co-op, but
0: then I never like jumped in on. Like, I should have, I should have been more because I was like, oh, if you get stuck, we could play co-op. And then you never asked me, but like I know you're not going to ask because you're not that kind of person, you know. I should have just been like, we're playing co-op today or something, you know.
1: 'Cause they I, are cooler. I liked solving Bloodborne by myself, but Dark Souls I know I won't get through uh playing by myself, so maybe I can buy one of those and we could I'll play with you. Beat it. Yeah. That would be fun. I have Dark Souls
0: three on uh, I have Dark Souls three on PC and I have Dark Souls one on PC and PS 34 four. And I might buy the Switch one too. <laughs> if you buy the Switch one, I'd buy the Switch one. But if you got buy the PS four one, I'll just play with you
1: on PS four. I have the Switch version already. You do? Yeah. Maybe I'll just buy it. And I Switch quit it. I mean, I would I'm. play with you on the Switch one.
0: The thing about Dark Souls 1 is it's, like, it's real unforgiving. Like, Bloodborne is unforgiving, too, but, like, in a different way, I think. Like, you can't break your character in Bloodborne. Like Like, if you choose the wrong stuff in Dark Souls, it's like, well, you had a good run. That was didn't didn't work out for you did it whereas in bloodborne it's like oh maybe i chose a bad weapon but like you can beat any boss with any weapon you know like you're you're gonna be fine like you're gonna just you can level up and it'll be okay dark souls is like not like that really like if you like are like i'm gonna be a magic user in the beginning of dark souls and you just like put points in the wrong thing it's like well that sucks because you're probably (laughs) not gonna be able to beat the game now i mean if you're really good you probably could but you know I don't know. There's a very specific, like first time playing Dark Souls, I would just go like sword and shield, Mm. and just defend a lot, and then just slice with the shield or with the sword, you know, and
1: that's it. That's how I tried to play when I played it, but didn't work out. The it wasn't as easy to find shortcuts, and I don't like doing the same thing like twenty times in a row. Yeah, it bums me out.
0: Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. It's definitely the most frustrating part of Bloodborne, too. Ew. But they place their shortcuts better in Bloodborne. I think the world connects more interestingly. And so, like, it rewards you for exploring more. Whereas Dark Souls, it almost feels like you shouldn't explore because that just increases your chances of dying and yeah, not exactly. getting to the next checkpoint, um, which is shitty. There's, like, this one famous part of Dark Souls where... I don't want to spoil it, but, I mean, it's not really a spoiler. You fall into, like, a pit, right? Yeah. And it's, like, really scary. And you're in, like, a sewer, like, catacomb kind of place. And there's, like, poison gas everywhere and these, these weird, like, eyeball frog monsters that, like, can, like, petrify you and, like, kill you in one hit. Mm-hmm. And, like, this, this this whole maze of catacombs. And there's probably, like, all this amazing, like, loot and, like, awesome weapons you can find in there. And, like, it's probably, like, amazing stuff. And I get there every time, and I'm like, I don't want to die, I don't want to die. And I just, like, run to, like, where I know the (laughs) checkpoint is. And I skip everything. And I don't think I've ever explored that place. Like, I've played Dark Souls, like, three times through, and I've never, like, explored it. Because I'm too scared of dying in that section. And the the bad part is if you die to the chimera or whatever the frog thing is, Mm -hmm. like, when you get revived, you, like lose part of your max health or something like you get cursed in some terrible way
1: oh that's terrible yeah
0: and just like no i'm not gonna i'm not doing this i'm just gonna i'm gonna run so i don't know that's definitely a part of dark souls is like that risk reward of like uh exploring versus like being like nope i'm just gonna run to the next place you know yeah but
1: it's definitely easier with a partner Let's play it. I've got nothing else to do these days. Why not? I'm about to finish Paper
0: Mario, so I'm going to have another game I need to play afterwards. So once I finish, I'll just text you and be like, let's go right now. Boom. Dark Souls. (laughs) Sounds good to me. How's Paper Mario? Is that fun? It's fun. Yeah. I mean, if you like the Paper Mario games, you'll like
1: it. Um, I don't know if I do or not, because I've not played them. So let me, I don't know how to describe it. It's like an
0: RPG light, like it's a light RPG. It doesn't have a lot of like systems of like character progression or anything like that. It's more of, think of like, Hmm. Think of like an old school Final Fantasy RPG, like a simple one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then combine that with like, Monkey Island. Have you ever played Monkey Island? Yeah, it's an adventure game. Point yeah. and click. Mm-hmm combine those together and that's basically what Paper Mario was. Because that like it fun. has it has RPG elements, but it's not like oh I need to, you know, get this this level and this skill or anything. There's not really anything like that, you know. Uh but then the world you're exploring it. You're exploring it like an RPG, but then you're solving puzzles and like talking to people similar to like Monkey Island. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. very comedic like Monkey Island is. So it's kind of like an exploration puzzle-solving RPG with some light combat stuff. If that makes sense.
1: That it's sounds fun. pretty fun.
0: Yeah, it's fun. I like it a lot. I think um I think if you're expecting too much out of it, you might not like it, you know, like it's a very simple game. There's not a lot to it, you know. But it's it's a fun like, you know, I just want something to, to do, you know, kind of game.
1: Yeah, there aren't really bad Mario games, so. No, it's not bad. It's good. Cool. I'm, sure, I'm sure it's fun. Some of the writing is really funny too. So.
0: They've they're pretty clever. Writing it's very jokey, you know.
1: So. But have you I'm seen anything any good movies recently?
0: <laughs> What's
1: a movie? What's a movie you haven't I know you've been watching like marathons every weekend you tell No me I have been
0: them. watching marathons But it's mostly movies I've already seen You know what I mean What um, did you
1: watch recently The most
0: recent marathon that I watched Was I think I watched the X-Men marathon last Maybe it was a different one Yeah I think I watched the X-Men marathon last
1: It was the most I- recent one I was asking because I remember you mentioned the Matrix recently.
0: Oh yes, that was the that was the most recent one. I that was the Matrix. Okay, yeah, I
1: watched the Matrix. Uh,
0: sorry, I don't know why I forgot about that. So the, Netflix got all the Matrix movies. I don't know a month ago, and I just watched. I watched the first one because I was like, I like the Matrix, so I'll just watch the, the Matrix, and then I was like, it recommended like here's the second one. And I'm like, all right, why not? <laughs> so I just watched all of them, and I had I've seen the first one dozens of times, you know. So many yeah, times. It's too. on TV all the time. I own it. Like, you know, it's just a movie you see all the time. I've only seen the second and third one in theaters. Like, I never rewatched them. Because they're not really on TV often, and I never got out, went out of my way to, like, rent it or anything. You know? So, I hadn't seen Reloaded or Revolution since 2003 or whatever, when they came out. And, I have to say... Reloaded is a lot better than I remember it being, and Revolutions is a lot worse than I remember it being. (laughs) Okay. And I think what happened in my brain is I probably combined those into one movie Yeah, and was like, oh, this is a mediocre movie. Like, it's okay, and it's not great. But really what I was thinking in my brain is... I didn't separate the two. Or if you separate the two, I think Reloaded is actually a pretty good movie. Revolutions is like fine, but
1: it's not amazing. You know what I mean? That's. Co- I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch those now that I know they're on Netflix because I I'm like you. I've seen the first Matrix a lot, but I only watched Reloaded when it was in theaters and Revolutions when it was in theaters. The weird thing about the new mate the the sequels is. Reloaded is, like, it's
0: known to be, like, the super action one, right? Because they, like, right. they do, a, like, it's, like, a lot. It's, like, fight scene, fight scenes, fight scenes, fight scenes, fight scene. Like, it's all fight scenes, which is really cool. But it's also weirdly the most philosophical of all the Matrix movies. Like, they, like, talk about philosophy, like, the most in that movie, which is weird because it's the most fight scene one, too, right? So it's, yeah. like... So like I was surprised by that. So I enjoyed it a lot because it had a lot of cool fight scenes and it had a lot of cool like dialogue, you know. That's interesting. Like Is, it wasn't as it wasn't as good as the first one in like, you know how the first one's like a,
1: you know, it's just like an interesting like
0: whoa, you know what I mean, but
1: Yeah. yeah. It was the second one, the one with the big Agent Smith fight. The you know the really big one where he fights off like a million at the same time in the rain. Yeah.
0: No that's the third one,
1: okay, because I, I remember not liking that,
0: yeah, that's the third movie, okay, the second one is when he fights off he fights off a lot of agents myths in like the park in the second movie. And it's a silly fight too, but it's not as silly as the rain fight, yeah, the best set piece in the second one is well there's two really good ones there's one in like this balcony, maybe like fights all these people like kung fu. I remember the, that he does yeah. like it's like a crouching tiger hidden dragon kind of thing yeah and then there's another one where like they're they're driving along the freeway and it's it's just Morpheus and Trinity and they're like fighting all these guys on the on the freeway and then like Neo does like a goku and saves them you know at the end of the day or whatever <laughs> but it's good it has the key maker guy the little Asian guy that makes the keys and he like okay. goes into the different like parts of the matrix. I don't remember got, any like, of this. Yeah. It's got the architect, the, the the guy the guy that made the matrix. He has that like weird scene at the end with all the TVs. Okay, so I, remember I remember that. Those. Yeah. That's all in 2. All the like interesting parts of the sequel are all in 2. 3 is the one about Zion. Like, it's all Zion. Like, there's barely any Matrix in 3. Like, it's. They're just in Zion. The Sentinels are coming. They're fighting the Sentinels. There's a lot of politics. It's like the. It's like the. The Star Wars prequels of the Matrix movies. You know what I mean? Like, there's right. a lot of politics. It's a lot of like we need more men for the wall and they're like we can't spare any more men for the wall and they're like what do you mean da, 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 da. and then they're like we need to let Neo go on a spirit journey you know with one of the the vehicles and they're like we can't spare another vehicle for Neo and they're like yes we can and they're like okay we'll let him go and like that's all of 3 and then there's like this big scene in the end of three where the Sentinels breach and then they fight all the Sentinels, and while that's going on, Neo is in the Matrix for some reason. Like it doesn't make any sense why Neo goes back to the Matrix because uh-huh. the fight is in Zion. It's in the real world, you know. Yeah. But Neo goes to the Matrix to make a deal with the Matrix so that they can like they'd be like, okay, if you kill Agent Smith, we'll not kill you in the real world or something. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but
1: yeah. That so that's make where the that's where the giant Smith fight in the rain comes from. It, is the giant Smith fight in the real world or in the Matrix? It's in the Matrix. It is okay. Yeah. God, that doesn't make any sense. Like Neo is out playing video games while they're fighting Sentinels in the real world. <laughs> yeah, What's it's going really on? weird.
0: It's weird. <laughs> it's weird because the third one is like, I get what they were doing with the third one, but I think they they wanted to tell the story about Zion, which was cool. But they like needed stuff to happen in the Matrix because the movie is called the Matrix, you know what right. I mean? So they're like, "Well, let's figure something out for it to happen in the Matrix." And also, Neo doesn't have any of his powers, you know. Like his whole thing is he's the Matrix Man, you know. Right. right. <laughs> That's his whole stick. Which here's a weird thing that they mm-hmm. never tell you in the movies, and you'll watch these. I guess I'm spoiling it, but not really because you've seen I've seen them. It's cool. So at this point in, there's two parts in the sequels that are never explained in the whole series. There's a part in two where Sentinels are attacking the ship in the real world. You know how, like, Sentinels attack, like, the ship or whatever, and they have to use the EMP? It's in the first movie, too. You know what I'm talking about. They use
1: the EMP, and then they're like, ugh, whatever. And so if you're in happens, the Matrix, when that happens, it'll, like, you kill die. you because yeah. you, yeah, yeah, I remember. So
0: there's, that, there's a scene in 2 where that basically the same thing happens. They get out of the Matrix and they're good, but they can't use the EMP because it's not charged. So they have to, like, they have to, like, get out of the ship because it's, like, broken and, like, run on foot or something. Right. And the Sentinels are, like, attacking. And they're on, like, some sewer system. And they're about to, like, shoot all their laser beams at everyone. And Neo turns around. He's not in the Matrix. He's This is the real world. He turns around and he lifts his hand up. And then the, he, like, does some, like, you know, matrix move. Right. And they just fall to the floor. Like, what? How is he able to interact with them in the real world? That doesn't make any sense. And then you're like, oh, that'll be explained in the third movie. No.
1: It's, <laughs> it's not. It's
0: not. <laughs> and then he does something similar to that in the third movie where he's driving to, like, the, the, the robot home, like, city. And he, like, parts the clouds of sentinels, like, to get out of the way. Meet with the head machine or whatever. And that's also not explained either. It's just like he can do this now, but like he can't like destroy them instantly, but he can like, I don't know, manipulate them. But that doesn't make any sense. Like that completely goes against the whole like idea
1: of the Matrix. Okay. I have not seen these movies in years, but just hearing you explain them, I have two theories. I have a theory too, but go ahead. My first theory is the most plausible. And I'm going to explain these like they happened in real life for whatever reason, like using actual logic. Yeah. So Neo was born with all the junk in his head that he used to, you know, like after he was born, they put all the circuits in him so he could be connected to the Matrix and harvested for energy. Yeah. Like he was not born in the real world. So he has like computer parts in him. Maybe he's learned how to utilize whatever computer parts are in him to get inside the ai network
0: okay so like neo's special because he's like he's basically can go into the matrix like wirelessly unlike other people because they have to plug in or whatever so since he has that capability he can like use that as like like hacking them like in real time neo neo is
1: like executing arbitrary code in the in the matrix brain like in his brain yeah wirelessly
0: And th- that maybe the matrix is like what's controlling the sentinels in the real world or something. So, right, yeah, okay, that's actually really plausible.
1: Yeah. The other theory. It's I not have, as exciting as my other theory though, which yeah, I think okay. is the same. as <laughs> It probably is. So, there was some research done in the seventies. I don't know if you've heard ever heard about this, but mm-hmm. the they did an experiment on psychics where okay. they they took a bunch of people. And they put him in front of a random number gen- generator on a computer. Okay. Sure. And they asked people to try to influence the random number generator to make it either Ooh. go higher or lower sure. than, like, the standard like deviation. Like, before it
0: makes its choice or whatever.
1: Yeah. They, like, tried to influence this random number generator with their mind. Okay. And they found... I've not confirmed this or anything, but I've heard that there's experimental evidence that suggests that humans can influence random number generators with their minds. Like, you can make it go higher or lower. Insane. Yeah. So maybe Neo, like, mastered computer telepathy. That's wild, too.
0: Maybe. That's my other theory. Okay, none of these are my theories. But I like your second one a lot. Yeah. Do you want to hear my theory? This is the stupidest theory of them all. It's not.
1: I'm gonna love you, it. You know what I'm gonna say, I feel like, at this point, don't you? What, is he god? Is he No a, no 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 no, it no, no? It's even better than that. It's Oh, I know it's wait, <laughs> hang on. They're still in the matrix. Yeah. There's a second <laughs> there's layers. <laughs> there's another matrix. <laughs> they just think they're winning.
0: How like crazy would that be? If that was the case, though,
1: yeah,
0: I mean, maybe that's what the Matrix Four is about. Like, because what is there else to do in the Matrix movies, right? The Matrix great. Four, Neo's like,
1: holy shit, <laughs> we're still in the Matrix. <laughs> okay does does um does Morpheus die in three? No, he doesn't. Okay, Mm-mm. Morpheus should die at the beginning of four, mm-hmm. and then like thirty minutes later, he comes back and he's like, "Hey guys, <laughs> you're not going to believe this." But I need you to take this other red pill (laughs) and we're going to get out of the, (laughs) the, um, the wide, they can call it the wide area matrix or something. Ooh, that's good. The matrix array or something. Layer (laughs) two. (laughs) It's
0: a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he like, he finds like an old abandoned building in the real world. That's not really the real world. So like give him the pill and. Yeah, and then they take it, and then they get out into the real, real made into the real, real world.
1: Yeah, and there's like I mean, a, there's a whole new Nebuchadnezzar. Like there's, <laughs> there's like people out there. Like maybe switches there, mouse is there. All, like they're all there. All the people from the first movie are back. Yeah. They're just older because. Uh, why not? Yeah. That would be so cool. That's like a cool reboot of, without even being a reboot. Oh my god, I love this idea. They don't even do anything. They just like hang out on the Nebuchadnezzar and are like, "Hey, they talk
0: about like weird philosophy stuff. Like, yeah. do you think there's another Matrix after this? Well, like, do you think this is still the Matrix?" And they're like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. We'd have to die here to find out. Here's what they got to do. They got to build their own version of the Matrix. Go in that one and then, like, do some kind of hacking thing where you do memory. Like, there's, like, a memory leak or something that freezes all the Matrixes at once.
0: Mm-hmm. To shut them down.
1: Yeah. The problem is, is, like probably all the humans will die when this happens that are connected to the matrix, but they're just banking on the fact that like <laughs> hopefully there's like a real Nebuchadnezzar somewhere.
0: Uh, but we
1: we don't really know for sure, <laughs> yeah. but let's hope that this is a dream and
0: <laughs> there's another layer. Yeah. You know, this is the real world. Yeah. They gotta you know, you make know? a memory leak. That's how you do it. Yeah. They like overload the matrixes, the matrices, as it were. What if the, the people that, put, that make the Matrix aren't robots? They're humans. Ooh. Whoa. Right? Yeah. So, like, humans made the Matrix, and they realized, oh, we need another layer to sell this thing really good. So who's humans' worst enemy, right? It's the future threat of AI intelligence. So they made that layer one. And then they made layer 2 like the re, you know
1: the fake real world or whatever. Yeah, that's run by real humans. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's scary. Yeah. Humans are using other humans for oh. energy. Oh, this is even darker yeah. than the original, man. Is it? That's kind of how the real world works. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's kind of an analogy for how the world works, too. Yeah. I kind of I kind of dig that. Like if they ever oh, break thanks. out of layer 1, they'll think it's computers. Yeah. And they're like, damn those robots, but in reality, no. It's
0: humans that are the enemy. Yeah. I need to contact the Wachowskis and be like, here, I got a good idea for Matrix Four. I got a script for you. What do you think Matrix 4 is gonna be about? Like that like I'm excited, but like I'm also like, what can you do that hasn't like when I saw the Matrix trilogy over the weekend, right? Right. Matrix One is a very self contained movie and it ends on such like a cool, like oh, he's out of the Matrix, and now he's going to, like, help other people get out of the Matrix, and, like, we don't need to see anymore. Like, we got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then two and three set up this arc of, like, one is Agent Smith has gone rogue, and he's trying to, like, take over the Matrix for himself. And two is the Sentinels finally found Zion and are going to, like, in the real world and are going to, like, burrow in and destroy it. You know, those are the two main, like, plot threads of the sequels. Um But, like, once they kill Smith in 3 and prevent the robots from attacking, what is there left to do, like, in the Matrix? You know? Because, like, okay, they defended themselves. Zion is safe. Smith is dead. They're going to just go back into the Matrix and, like, pull people out slowly but surely. But, like, there's no major threat in the Matrix anymore. Yeah. You know? Like, I just don't know where you can
1: go from there, I guess. But I'm sure they can figure something cool out. I think it depends on how ambitious they want to be. Like, you could make a movie where maybe your primary antagonist is someone who has, a, a like, a really bad take on how to pull people out of the Matrix. Like, maybe he wants mm. to do it in a really unethical way. Yeah. And it could just be fighting about that. But if they wanted to be really ambitious, they could go with our idea of... <laughs> it's... It's Matrixes All the Way Down.
0: Right. And that way, if you go with our idea, you can make as many sequels to the Matrix as you want. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's always another Matrix to pull you out of <laughs> Matrixes All the Way Down. That's that's good. That could be the name of the sequel.
1: <laughs> the Matrix Four All the Way
0: Down. That kind of gives away the the twist though. Yeah. Matrix four subtitle could be like through the looking glass or like down the rabbit hole or some Alice in Wonderland thing. People would probably take that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they'll do though. It's an interesting... I mean it doesn't need a sequel but 3 was so eh that I'm like, okay I'm willing to do like a do-over, you know, like do some interesting sequel to The Matrix.
1: They've got a lot of ingredients that Like going that I really like. They've got at least one of the Wachowskis. They've got Mm -hmm. Keanu Reeves. They've got Sci-Fi. And they've got got the Matrix world. Those are all... I think Morpheus is back, too. Yeah, there's another great piece. If they can get Trinity, that's even better.
0: I think they got her, too. So it's like, they got everything they need. Just need to have a good... I would almost even be okay if it wasn't... Like, if it wasn't our idea, which is, like, crazy. Which... I kind of feel like it's going to be. But I think they could go one of two ways. They could go, like, this crazy world-ending, sh- world-shattering thing, with, like, which is our idea, basically, right? So of, like, there's another Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. And that's, like, the big whoa moment or whatever of the movie. And then they have to, like, figure out how to get out, you know, get to the real, real world. Right. Or they have more of, like, a down-to-earth. Well, down-to-earth is a bad example. But, like, it's a more, like, less high-stakes problem. Like you said, like, someone is doing something weird in the Matrix, and, like, you know, it's not gonna, like, destroy the universe or anything, but, like, I don't know. It's like a... They have to solve a mystery in the Matrix or something. You know, some cool, like smaller stakes thing that happens inside the
1: matrix i would be totally cool with that like can we just have a whole movie where they have a holodeck episode of star trek like you're gonna need morpheus to be like friar tuck in 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 robin hood and they all like dress up because they can do they load in to that outfit or whatever they need to be convincing for the time period Oh, that's a good idea. I mean, it's, like, literally a Star Trek holodeck (laughs) episode. But, like, the holodeck has gone awry. Like, there's a problem in the Matrix, and they need to...
0: Yeah, like, the Matrix has reverted to, like, the Renaissance era for some reason. (laughs) And they have to, like, go in and, like,
1: pretend to be Renaissance people. They get stuck in there while they're trying to rescue people. And it's, like, all the security overrides are broken. They can't take them out manually. And they're like, okay, we're just gonna have to go... (laughs) play out this like
0: this scene but they have to get to some part of the matrix that lets them like oh because okay you know how to get back out of the matrix you like you call on the phone or whatever yeah there are no phones what do you do okay I think you have to make a
1: phone yeah in the renaissance (laughs) era (laughs) (laughs) you need to find Galileo Or someone smart.
0: So that's the plot. Like, they're like, I don't know, whoever the operator's like, crap, we can't get to them because there are no phones in the Renaissance era. So, like, they can't call out. So they have to, like, figure out a way to, like, make a transmitter that connects back into the Matrix.
1: Yeah. I like it. See,
0: That's a plot. And there's, like, some evil guy that's not, like, a robot. He's, like... Well, maybe he's an AI, but, like, he's, like, an, a baron or something, and he's, like, you need to pay taxes, all these people, and they're, like, no, and they, like, save them
1: along the way, you know, because yeah.
0: they're they're good people.
1: You know, if you die in the Matrix, you die in real life. That's true, right? Mm-hmm. So, if there's a big evil baron that's maybe, like, the, the AI, it's, like, a glitch. It glitches into something like Agent oh, Smith, but not quite I mean, as bad. Of, yeah. Starts trying to kill people. Yeah, and he starts trying to kill lots of people. Like, he's a real evil baron. He wants to, like, you know, do guillotines and all kind of bad stuff.
0: Yeah. And Neo's like, we have to stop this. Yes. And they're like,
1: Neo, we don't have time. We have to get out of here. We don't have any guns. We <laughs> have a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and Neo's like, no,
1: it's our duty.
0: <laughs> and it's like Robin Hood style. <laughs> uh, like, this is Robin Hood It's like a baron that's like stealing from people And killing yeah. people And Neo is Robin Hood And
1: Morpheus is Friar Tuck Who's the and Robin Hood's like Princess Maid Marian. Maid, yeah, she's, yeah. It's, it's Trinity I don't like This very I mean I kind of like it but What would you change what's wrong with it Maybe Morpheus can be Maid Marian, like <laughs> I don't... Someone else.
0: Yeah. yeah. Trinity's kind of too badass. She's
1: too much of a badass yeah. to be Maid Marian. I mean, maybe that would be funny, yeah, right.
0: though. Yeah, it kind of could be funny, because then she'd be like, Maid Marian, but, like, people expect her to be just, like, some, some like, you know, oh, I just s- sit around all day, but she's, like, killing people and, like...
1: Yeah, she yeah. actually kills a bunch of people. That would be pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Or you could do like a King Arthur thing, right? Okay, I
1: like that too. Where,
0: where like, find the grail. <laughs> that's how you call out to the Matrix, back out, right? You find, that's like the communication or the arc, you know? Yeah, like I like that too. It's the telephone to God or whatever. And Neo and Morpheus and Trinity become part of the Knights of the Round Table.
1: I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could make a bunch of movies based on they get stuck in the Matrix and have to figure out how to get out of the Matrix. Like, you can make almost infinite sequels to that.
1: There should be a TV show just like <laughs> it's just this. I would dig this so much.
0: <laughs> I don't think they could afford Keanu Reeves for that.
1: They don't need Keanu.
0: I mean, just get. So it's like, okay, here we go. They introduce some side characters in the Matrix 4. Mm hmm. And they're the ones that they spin off into a TV
1: show. <laughs> the, the Major Explorer only exists to introduce like these four <laughs> characters that we've never seen before.
0: <laughs> they're not as interesting as Neo or Morpheus or Trinity, no. but they're they're the ones that they get their own show. Uh, and they're like not as good as of actors because you know they need to be cheap enough for them to be on a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> it's on
1: like the CW or something You know it's like not on a great network Okay first person we're getting is Ice Cube mm-hmm. He's in it Cause he's on uh, If he'll do NCIS then I'm sure he'd agree to this
0: Oh you just get all the Law and Order People yeah Yeah. So you get Ice Cube You get that like old guy that has all the puns
1: I forget his name I don't know anyone else on that show <laughs> You know what
0: I'm talking about though Like you get all those like Law and Order people Yeah SVU mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: NCIS law and order.
0: You know, you get all those people and then they're the side characters. And then Neo's like, "Oh, we got to get back." And some point in the movie, these four characters like are separated from Neo and Trinity and Morpheus, yeah. and they like fall through a Matrix wormhole into some other part of the Matrix that's like a different era. It's kind of like that movie that show Quantum Leap, you know? They like keep going to different Eras or whatever. Yeah. But like with the Matrix. And they're like, oh, we have to get back. And they're like, I don't know how. And they keep like falling through all these. Every episode is like a different era that they're falling through in the Matrix.
1: I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can splurge on one like really good actor yeah. f- for a TV show. And I think mm-hmm. the person they need to splurge on is Mads Mickelson to play the oh, bad guy in yes. every single episode.
0: <laughs> yes. And he's like a different a guy. different bad like, guy yeah he's a different character Ooh,
1: but because he's like
0: the ai like he's one of the like he's the agent smith of yeah the world right so like the ai is like represents a different character in each different era mm-hmm. Ooh, that's really cool yeah
1: he'll be the baron and it, he'd be like jack the ripper in the british episode oh he man could, he could be like Some really mean general in the Civil War. Yes, this is good. (laughs) Yeah.
0: There's one episode where they're all on like death row and he's like the mean prison guard. Ooh,
1: I want to see him as a prison (laughs) guard so bad.
0: (laughs) He would get an Emmy for this show because he'd be so good in it. Oh, man. It would be called like the Matrix Anthologies or something like that. I don't know. Some really stupid
1: title like that. (sighs) <sighs> Max Mickelson doesn't even have to do anything to be a good actor. Have you ever seen Hannibal? He just sits there. Yeah, like, he doesn't he just
0: like looks foreboding, and people are like, "Wow, look at him! Look at him go! Look at him!
1: <laughs> look at
0: him go! Look at him be that." no but he, like he didn't even have to act really. Like he, he just looks at the and, camera, like, and it's like, "Whoa!" Mad or like yeah. look sad, and you're like, "Wow, this is intense. I don't want to cross this guy." I think we have a good plot for The Matrix 4, though. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, and We got a spinoff. <sighs> I'll contact the Wolkowskis and see what we can get going. Good idea.
1: <sighs>
0: so, what else is going on with you? Mm. You had a whole list of things to talk about. What else you
1: got? Uh, at the top of the list, there was a Twitter hack recently. Oh, yeah, we were going to talk about that last time, but we didn't. Yeah. It's kind of so, old news now. Everyone's forgotten about it, and everybody still posts to Twitter, so I guess... It's
0: funny that
1: how quickly people forgot about it, though.
0: Yeah. Because it was big.
1: Like, famous, very famous celebrities were hacked, right? Every, like, all the biggest ones they got, except for Trump. But, I mean, they got Obama, they got Biden, they got, like, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos, they got... I think Bill Gates. Got Bill Gates, yeah. They got all these people, and they, so I think you. They okay. all they all post to Twitter still. Like all their accounts got hacked. They mm-hmm. they were tweeting out this Bitcoin scam to all their millions of followers. Where if people donate to the Bitcoin address, like it's not going to Bill Gates or you know whoever. Yeah,
0: it's going to these hackers. It's going to the hackers.
1: And <laughs> but now everybody.
0: Jeff Bezos and Barack Obama and Bill Gates are all back to tweeting like normal. Yeah. Which is weird to me because how do we know that they're themselves?
1: Well they probably are. Like I think but we don't know I, really, no, we right?
0: Don't. We've proven that they can hack
1: them. Yeah, I right? I was reading about this a lot. The the method the hackers used to hack like Obama is apparently there's an admin console in Twitter that lets you just take over any account you want.
0: Yeah, so t- that
1: seems safe. Twitter employees can do this. I don't know what a Twitter employee gets paid that has access to this, but it isn't as much as Obama gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. So, so
0: they went on there, hacked into the console, the admin console, and then just took over anyone's Twitter account that they wanted.
1: Yeah. And, like, obviously this admin console still exists that would let someone take over obama's account
0: it's, it's just, amazing
1: that people in power still use this thing yeah it's crazy
0: like i don't like the, the 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 low the layman using twitter like who cares like if some rando gets hacked on twitter you know if i got hacked on twitter nothing was gonna happen but like these people with like millions of followers that their twitter could get hijacked and they could literally say these insane things that maybe people will believe. Like, that seems
1: bad. Yeah, that's h- horrible.
0: It's weird that we forgot about it so quickly, and we're okay with all these people still using Twitter.
1: Yeah. What are you going to do, though, I guess? I was reading in the paper today, there is a 17-year-old in Tampa that's been arrested, um, and it's his arrest has been connected with the hack, so... If they arrested someone, it probably means he did it, right? They they didn't yeah. release his name because he's a minor, but sure. I think this kid probably did it, and it, it's a seventeen year old that lives in Florida. Yeah, and yeah. we're lucky he just wanted a couple bitcoins, probably, <laughs> probably so he could buy weed on the dark web <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah,
0: like if if there's a if it was a Russian spy or something, they'd probably done done a little more damage.
1: Yeah, like saying. politicians pretty regularly break news on twitter like mm-hmm. if obama posts something there's a chance that's the first time anyone's heard about it
0: yeah and you could like sway opinion and like you could also kind of do some bad stuff like soft declare war on people yeah. on twitter nukes no. on the way <laughs> yeah like just that frightening them. yeah yeah just hit the button just got out of a meeting we launched a bunch of nukes at north korea you know
1: <laughs> I didn't count how many, about like 70, maybe Yeah, 80. I just hit the button a bunch of times. I just yeah. I hit the button a bunch arm. of times. It's weird that
0: yeah, it's weird that we like gave this like we gave it thought for like a few hours and then we're like, "Oh, it's fine." Yeah. I think we like trust organizations too much. You know, like Twitter. Like we we put too much trust into them. But, like they'll figure it out. There's nothing bad is gonna happen. Oh, they screwed up. That's really bad, but oh, they'll be fine now. like that's not gonna happen
1: again. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't care if it was just like me and you and you know our friends using Twitter, but yeah. God, like really powerful people use it for really personal stuff. Yeah, they shouldn't. It should be on Twitter. I don't think
0: no, I don't that's think my so
1: opinion. It's too dangerous.
0: It seems stupid, yeah, it seems dumb. yeah, it just seems needlessly stupid. But I mean that's how you keep your fame though, right? You know, these people care about their fame. So
1: I was that's reading it. I was reading about that like that comment you just made. The CEO of Spotify said something recently about like how music artists like we the world we live in now, you can't release an album like every few years like you used to be able to. Yeah. Like if you aren't constantly interacting with your fans, you'll lose you, them in like a you, week.
0: Not only will you, you, you lose them, you'll like stop existing, basically. Yeah. You know?
1: It's so stupid.
0: It's like hyper competition. Yeah. Because we're all competing. They're all competing for like the mind space of humanity. You know? They're like, oh, I've, I spent a whole week without being on the thoughts of the public, so I need to tweet something to like. Even if it's controversial to like get
1: him talking about me again. You know? Yeah, like if you lose some of your following, there's almost an incentive to take a risk to to yeah. get it back. Yeah. Like it's kinda like the mindset of a gambler. Like you start with fifty thousand dollars and you get down to ten thousand. Like once you're down that low, it kinda makes sense to risk the whole ten K all at once, like just yeah, fire your on shot. A, on the gamble, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it works, it works. If not, you were probably gonna lose anyway.
0: Yeah, you're you're trending down anyway. Yeah, it's weird. It's like we've like We're valuing like I don't know what we're valuing. But it's like it's like they're trading in like fifteen minutes of fame, like intervals of like fame or whatever. You know, it's like it's like the new currency is like relevance. You know, it's like Oh, I'm relevant today, oh, so I'm you know if you're not relevant tomorrow then you might as well not exist so you got to keep it up
1: yeah that's probably why me. there's so many controversies now is what like, do you mean? Ev- everybody feels so pressured to like stay relevant all the time that people probably screw up more they probably do screw up more and there's more incentive to
0: like attack people cuz you can it's more expensive to expose it too yeah i see this a lot on twitter and it annoys me um not that i like i get annoyed by like People whistleblowing when things are bad, but yeah, like, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it seems like there's a lot of people that want to like expose bad stuff for the sake of just having their relevance back. Like, well, oh shit, I haven't posted in a week. There's nothing going on, and I don't really have anything interesting to say. So I'm going to dig into some shit, find somebody's dirty laundry and air it out and then <laughs> I will have my moment for the week and then I I'm safe for another week and then I'll have to do it again. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it feels like a you know like tabloid journalism a little bit to me.
1: You know. Yeah, that's what it feels like to me too.
0: And it's like you're just posting to stay relevant. Like you're doing it for yourself. You're not you're not doing it out of the goodness of your heart. I don't know. I can't I can't assume people's motivations, obviously. But to me, it very much feels like if you have to brag about how good of a person you are, you are not being a good person because you want to be a good person. You are being a good person because you want to brag about being a good person. Yeah. You, you know, and that just seems like what Twitter is all about, like, in a nutshell. Really, at the end of the day. And it's sad, but it's all about that relevance you know it's the image of you being important that matters it's not you actually being a good ethical moral important person
1: it's having the appearance that you are yeah that's what matters
0: yeah i agree with that
1: the other thing i had written down to talk about was SpaceX did a test launch of their mars vehicle this week i think we both watched yeah, I saw, it i saw that wasn't yeah, that cool it worked it worked, too. Yeah, they did good, I think. I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot about rockets, but seemed well, great. Well, no
0: one at, like, NASA, because they did it, like, co-op with NASA, and no one at NASA was like, ah! <laughs> like, there was, no, there was no, like, at the end of the thing, no one was like, well, that was a disaster. Like, everyone was, like, clapped, and they're like, good job, good job. So I think it went well.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, I was doing, the, we were texting each other when this was happening, and we were... Like, n- neither of us know anything about rockets. We were like, that that guy seemed pretty happy. Like, his body language made me feel good. Like, I like when the announcer called the astronauts space dads, because that means she's yeah. calm. And then everything, yeah. like, we're joking.
0: And, like, I know it was a test, so it's like, the the worst thing that happened is a test is it explodes. And it didn't do that, so that's a win. But we don't like know if like the data they got was valuable. So we just had to kinda like look at their faces and be like, this guy <laughs> seems like he liked it. Okay, I think we're good. I think this is a success, you know? So yeah. and then they had like the boat guy. Oh that, yeah. Like drives up. I love the boat guy.
1: I know. <laughs> I wanna be the boat guy. What a cool job. Yeah. And there's like other boats that were trying to like get near. Did you see that? Yeah, they made they were a few were in the camera in some of the final shots, which is cool. I mean, that's like, not NASA's cool. was like, no, yeah. you can't get near us,
0: you know, because it's dangerous. But if I was a boat, I would probably try to get close to if, if I was a boat, if I was on a boat, you know, like a private
1: boat. Because so it's, it's cool. Yeah, they say this with planes, too, that, you know, if there's a plane accident, you're not supposed to go near it because there's toxic vapors. Mm-hmm. it That's probably true. But if it wasn't true, I think it's smart for them to say that. Do you know what I mean? I, yes. I don't think that's true.
0: <laughs> it doesn't sound true. Like, I don't know. When a car crashes, there's no toxic vapors there.
1: That's very true, yeah. They're not like, get out of the car, you'll breathe in
0: the, <laughs> <laughs> the vapors. like, no. Like, unless plane fuel is using, like, some weird gas that's like, vaporizes differently. But, like... Yes, they use different fuel, but it's, like, still petroleum-based. Like, it's the same thing that we use in cars and boats and stuff. So it's, like, I don't know. They don't have a nuclear reactor in there or
1: anything, like... Yeah, they don't use radioactive fuel. No,
0: like, I don't think it's... I think the danger would be, like, it could, like, fall over or explode or something, you know? Yeah. And they don't want people going there for that reason. But the vapors is probably just the equivalent of, like, you know, the swamp gas thing for ufos like
1: oh it's just something you shouldn't it's bad just don't worry about it don't get close you know what they should call it don't go near the rocket because the ghosts will get you You yeah the space ghosts will come and get you that's right and then you don't want that because they'll possess you. That's, that's I think it's the same thing. I think scientists are like, we got to tell them something, otherwise it'll be a thousand boats there. So what do they tell them for NASA? They're not going to tell them space ghosts. So they just say poison gas that you can't see. So it's the same with planes. They're like, oh, there's. Poison I think that's gas what they there. do. I think it's just
0: space ghosts. Yeah. So there's not really anything, but they they just don't want people like accosting the astronauts and like I don't know. It's dangerous. It could blow up or something. You know. Yeah. But there's no no gas. No, no. there's there's, (laughs) there's nothing there. They're just saying that some people avoid it, which makes sense. But, no, it was cool. I agree. There's a lot of, um, there was another one a few weeks before that. SpaceX, it was doing something. I think they, like, uh, oh, they were, were, it was the rocket that they were going to, um, go up with the space station. Oh, yeah. This might have been the landing to that. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know the context of what just happened, but yeah. So they've had a few tests because they have to like they have to make like a checklist of things that they can do, and then once they do that, NASA is going to approve them to like launch a mission into like Mars or something like that. I don't remember what it is, but they've got like a bunch of things they need to accomplish. Yeah, you know what I mean. First, but I don't know. I'm super. I don't excited. like Elon Musk,
1: but I'm glad SpaceX exists. So there's that. I haven't decided if I like him or not. I, you go back and forth? Yeah, I kind of go back and forth. Let's talk about Elon
0: Musk for a second, because I don't think we've talked about him ever on the show before.
1: No. Well, maybe we I'm afraid to talk about him, because it seems like I'll make him more powerful if I do, and I don't want that. Yeah, but, it's like saying Beetlejuice or something yeah. three times, right? Um,
0: I mean, what are your
1: r- really quick thoughts on Elon Musk? I've seen some interviews with him, and it seems like he thinks very highly of himself. That's true. And, but, I mean, all powerful people that do a lot of things think highly of themselves. That's true. But that's a personality trait that usually makes me angry when it's, you know, people I know. Sure. That's true. But But he built like I mean he didn't build it, but his company his company is helping to send things to Mars and I think that's an overwhelmingly good thing.
0: Yeah no I agree. So yeah I'm conflicted. Yeah, I don't really like him, but I like what he's doing. Same. I don't know. It's It's definitely hard to reconcile that. But, like, we need to go to Mars, and I'm glad we are doing it. And I'm glad that Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, even though you can say terrible things about them as people, are doing those things.
1: Like, I don't know. Yeah, I like, I, I like that. I, yeah.
0: I can separate their personal virtues with what they're doing, I guess. Yeah. Which I, I think we need. Like that stupid clock we talked about last time, right? Yeah. Jeff Bezos is giving them like $10 million. It's 43 million. Like, it's forty three. 43 million. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And people were like, did you like look it up or something? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And people were like, I remember I saw the article and I was like, this is so fucking cool. What a cool idea. And everyone in the comments was like, Jeff Bezos is being stupid. Why isn't he spending this money on other things? And I'm like, dude, he's got billions of dollars let him spend 43 million on this dumb clock that frankly it's gonna be cool for people in like 500 years like that'll be a cool thing to do you know like i'm excited about it yes he's kind of a bad person but like the the thing is cool like there's value there you know I, I agree with stupid you,
1: Clock. Bad yeah. people can do really cool things. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, and I think he's doing a really cool thing with yeah. that. And I know he might be bad, but I think it's cool. And I similarly think that SpaceX is cool and Elon Musk is kind of eh but it is what it is. I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited to go to Mars. I'm waiting for aliens to uh, be confirmed because the government has said, I think the, the Pentagon has said that they're going to release like some actual stuff like in the next month or two. Did you hear about this?
1: Yeah, I heard about it. That, that, you know the guy that was in like, Green Day or whatever, Blink-182? It was one of yes, those all-rock bands. It's Blink 180, Blink-182. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but that guy is the one that started... I think it's the yeah, To the Stars Foundation and they've done all this work with the government, which is crazy, but <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that there's alien documents coming out soon. I'm super stoked about that.
0: I'm ready for this.
1: It could change my year around. You know, in nineteen seventy, it was possible that there could be like people on Mars. Like that was not an uncommon thing to believe. That that mean? there were like humanoid aliens living on mars right now
0: oh like uh, like a public opinion people thought like philip
1: k dick wrote books about you know like humanoids Humanoids. being on other planets i mean and that was only like 50 years ago yeah and And now now we know there are no humanoids on mars but there could be (laughs) some somewhere else some somewhere else yeah and we don't know
0: god i hope aliens come this year It'd be like, it would would make 2020 good for me, I feel like. Yeah. Even if they're bad. I think we've talked about this. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, even if they're bad, I would, I think the year would improve
1: for me. I think you're right. (laughs) As long as they're not, like the worst case scenario aliens like it, it, if they right. do experiments on people and like yeah. kill dogs and you know
0: like if they're independence day aliens where they just blow up our cities just like they come they're like hey like that's bad but if they're like trying to like rule the world aliens like subtly through politics and, and like secret experiments and stuff i'm cool with that that's fine go nuts you know like maybe, maybe they'll do better like <laughs> Yeah, maybe that I mean we can't really go any get any worse than where we are now. So like I'm fine with aliens coming and taking over the White House. Like, go
1: ahead, do it. Yeah, let's see what you got. See what you got. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> I ca I'd like to see it.
0: <laughs> let's see what you got.
1: You know what? I bet you. I bet you they would go in super confident, like we got these. This, you know, these mm-hmm. idiots don't know what they're doing. We're gonna try. We're gonna put these policies in place. Everybody's gonna listen mm-hmm. to us. We'll like clean the yep. place up. Like yep. they, they're in there for a week. I bet you they'll be like cursing at people. They'll be like,
0: what? The- no one's listening. <laughs> and then they're like, well, we're leaving. We tried. <laughs> yeah. We can't do this. You guys are screwed. I'm sorry to say goodbye. And they just like fly away in their spaceship. Yeah. <sighs> who's our sponsor
1: today bat snacks our sponsor today is uh whitewash brand seltzer water when you need a good
0: wash use whitewash brand seltzer um remember when you're feeling scared uh, try not to also be impaired by your scaredness. There you go, by your scaredness uh good night everyone drive safely have a
1: great see you uh-huh. bye